for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right, hello, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. Great to have you with us. Uh, man, it has been uh, crazy hot here. In fact, I normally don't get bothered by the heat too much, and I go out anyway, even though it's hot and I'm an older guy. But, man, I'll tell you, I've been... Uh, Mostly staying inside the last few days. And when I do go outside, it's super early in the morning, and then I'm kind of off the streets by like 9 or 10 o'clock. We've had these, what they're calling, excessive heat warnings. And the heat index, I don't know how this is calculated. I think it's like the the wind chill factor they do that, you know, up north. Uh, Somehow they calculate how hot it feels based on the amount of humidity and then the actual heat. And they come up with this number. It's been over 100 degrees, the heat index. And the actual temperature has been running, you know, 96, 97, even 98 degrees here locally. Even though Florida is hot, we expect it to be hot. It's a little bit warmer than usual. And I have to tell you that that extra 10 degrees, you know, from like, you know, being in the high 80s to being in the high 90s, man, that makes a big difference. In any case, uh, great to have you with us. Uh, so many exciting things are happening for me and the program. Uh, we had one day, uh, where on just one of my platforms alone, I had over 600 uh, downloads of the show on just one day. So something's happening with the show. I'm trying to figure out, like, where are all these new people coming from? I'm trying to, you know, research it through my statistics and my, my dashboard. And I was looking today trying to figure out, you know, with the online stream, there's so many more people listening. And uh, it's from all over the world. There's now people, you know, listening in in Japan. We've got a lot of listeners in Europe on the 24-7 stream. And uh, so one of the questions that I get a lot from people is, how do I find out all of the different ways to get the show? Because I know people see it on Facebook on their timeline, but then a lot of times they have to, they're busy. They can't, you know, watch the whole show. So where do they go to get the podcast version? So the best place to go is to go to Jim Paris radio.com jimparisradio.com that will give you a list of all of the different places you can get the show including all the different download locations so um what was it a couple weeks ago i did a show and the video didn't work out on it but the audio did work out and that is right now one of our biggest downloaded shows and you can find that show on any of these platforms uh, whether it's uh, iTunes or Stitcher, um, iHeartRadio. Uh, we're on all these big platforms. In any case, it's the episode from two weeks ago, and it's about social media and what's happening with me and social media, which is just a complete explosion. 
And I wanted to just talk about that a little bit tonight. Not going to get into it in the entire show because we got so much news to get into also. Uh, so I went to this advanced social media workshop in Detroit uh, about a month ago. I think it was now, maybe three weeks ago. And I, I learned some things. And in particular, the two things I've been using are Facebook Reels and Facebook Stories. And in the interim, I mentioned this on the show that Facebook contacted me. I now have a, a contract with them as an influencer and I get paid for my content. I also have the blue check mark, which is a verified deal. Anybody can get the blue check mark. You just have to pay uh, the monthly fee. But in any case, um, since I've been using the reels and the stories, I've always had a pretty large following online. Um, but now that I'm using reels and stories, something kind of magical happened. And now my following has absolutely exploded. In fact, I just got a message from Facebook to look at my statistics. And my statistics are that in the last uh, 28 days, my reach, that is the number of people that are getting my content, my reach has increased by 42,000 people just in the last 30 days. And then beyond that, what was fascinating is like more than 90% of those people that I've, that I've reached are not friends or followers. So what that means is I am organically reaching more and more people online. And so it's really interesting what's happening. And I just throw this out. If you're somebody that wants to learn more about social media and these kinds of things, I do have an online class and it is available right now at a 50% discount. If you want to check that out, go to internetpaycheckforlife.com. Now, if you just Google search that, you're not going to find it. You have to, to actually type that in your internet browser, internetpaycheckforlife.com. And so this is uh, really exciting. We're going to be doing, uh, probably in the next couple of weeks, there'll be a show that's just about social media again, because that last show was so popular. But if you want that last show, it is still available. In fact, if you go to blogtalkradio.com, you can, that's the only place you can go to get all of my shows, uh, for free going back, uh, many, many years. I believe there are now 750 episodes that you can get to through Blog Talk Radio. Now, if you go to iTunes, um, if you go to Google, these other platforms, they limit it. I think, uh, iTunes only will show you my most recent 300 episodes. So if you want to go back further, you've got to go directly to Blog Talk radio.com type in Jim Paris live. You'll find my show. Then you'll find all my episodes. And then those are searchable too by topic. So you're going to be able to um, find that as well. Okay. So let's get into uh, the news and all that's happening. So this, this huge story, which caught my attention and somebody sent this to me actually like, I think it was like three or four days ago. Somebody messaged me and said, Jim, you've got to see this video. Well, I get so many Facebook messages that I don't always, I, I don't always click on them and read them because I, I honestly, I don't have time. Not that I, I mean, not that I'm better than anybody else. I just sometimes get so many of these messages. So I looked at it just briefly and then I noticed like in the last 24 hours, this thing has absolutely exploded. The guy's name is Oliver Anthony. And, uh, apparently he has published other songs. Uh, this song is titled Richmond, uh, Richmond, North of Richmond. Richmond, north of Richmond. 
And, uh, man, is this an incredible song, um, that has really put a voice to the frustration of so many people in this country that are working hard, trying to provide for a family, uh, trying to make ends meet. And, uh, it's just become so difficult. I mean, uh, whether you are Democrat or Republican, whether you are conservative or liberal, you cannot deny, uh, that this is one of the toughest times right now for people in many years financially. Just looking at the price of gas again, getting up to close to $4 here in Florida, probably, uh, similar in, in other parts of the country, maybe even a lot more. Just the price of groceries. Uh, you know, I'm a single man now, so I don't have to feed a family. And yet I go to the grocery store and I'm watching my money. I'm, you know, looking at it saying, well, maybe it's ground beef tonight instead of, uh, you know, getting a London broil or a chuck roast. Uh, because when you look at just a little package of ground beef costing almost $10, uh, it, it's, it's a tough time for people. I don't know how people are feeding a family, but this song, uh, it's got a little bit of profanity in it. So, you know, that warning being said, just type this in the internet and this song, not just the words, but how this guy performs it, uh, is, is just like, it's like a battle cry really for this next election. And, uh, I have to tell you, um, the guy does a great job with it and it's very heartfelt and it's a beautiful setting, uh, where he's out in the country, uh, having this, you know, uh, filmed. And I guess this guy films his songs on his phone of all things. And this isn't his first song, but it's Oliver Anthony and it's rich men north of Richmond. And, and you got to check this out. Uh, just absolutely incredible. Uh, so I went down to the beach today just for a few minutes, even though it was 96 degrees, just to walk around a little bit. And I always love getting down to the beach. There's just something about it. Even if you're only down there for 10 or 15 minutes, um, you know, I'm pretty good at finding a parking spot because this is where I live. So I know how to just go like one block in from the beach and find a parking spot. A lot of people, they circle and they circle and they circle. And they can't find a parking spot. Uh, the trick here is you just go in like a block from the beach in the park and then you walk. So that's how you get the parking spot here in Flagler Beach. But in any case, I did a little video. You'll find it on my Facebook page about one of the strategies that I use to be able to find airfare deals. And this is by using the tool, the Google Flight uh, website, or you can you can also just go there. I believe there's an app uh, for your phone as well. And and so Google Flights, um, obviously, most people have used it before. It's a tremendous um, way to be able to search for flights to find deals. But one of the little known features on there that I talked about today in this video is this um, airfare alert or or tracker that you can set which will then alert you in real time uh, when that airfare goes on sale. Um, so check out that video. I posted it on Facebook um, just explaining, you know, how I use that. And as I mentioned in the video, I have gotten deals before, like round trip from Miami to Rome for under 500 bucks. Um, I think that was like four or five years ago. So not too terribly long ago. And, and that is by using the uh, Google Flights app and then getting the alerts and then knowing when that, uh, route does go on sale. And if you've got a little bit of a flexible schedule, uh, then this is one way that you can uh, be able to uh, get that overseas travel. All right. So it appears that the uh, Trump, the next Trump indictment is about to happen um, in Georgia. And um, they're saying that um, it could be 
you know, at, at any time, I'm going to just check really quick here while we're live and just see if there's any news on it because I hadn't seen anything all the way up until uh, showtime. Yeah, all we're seeing is that um, it appears that um, an indictment is imminent in Georgia for uh, former President Trump. And this is supposedly going to include, um, you know, things related to supposedly interfering with the election results. But one of the stories I read also says they're going to be uh, going after Trump, uh, Trump, I think Trump lawyers or someone on the Trump team for supposedly tampering with machines, with, with election machines as part of this, because they were trying to check the results and apparently are now being accused of having tampered with election machines. That's part of the speculation as to what the charges are. Now, the one question that a lot of people are asking is, and people are bringing this up to me all the time in my social uh, connections, you know, what about, uh, you know, Trump becoming president if he gets convicted of any of these charges? Now, he's obviously charged with so many different things in so many different jurisdictions. There's no question he's probably going to get convicted of some of these things. Um, and, and I'm not saying I agree with the charges. I'm just saying that, you know, it appears that the odds are that he's going to get convicted of some of these things, but it wouldn't necessarily stop him from running for president based on the constitution, except, and there is one exception to that. So under the 14th amendment of the constitution, if a person is found guilty of insurrection against the United States of America, they become ineligible to run for president. And this really does explain a lot. It explains why that charge of insurrection is so important to the, to the left's agenda. Because if they can get that conviction for insurrection against Trump, then, I mean, this could go right to the Supreme Court, I guess, and then Trump could be officially disqualified as a candidate. And so this charge of insurrection um, is really, this is the key. This is the, you know, cornerstone, uh, to them stopping Trump. And so you'll start seeing a lot more about this as that particular, uh, trial gets closer, which is supposed to take place in the spring. Um, so a lot of people have been asking, you know, what would happen? Could Trump be president from jail? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess theoretically he could be president from jail, but they're saying that this 14th Amendment provision could literally knock Trump out of the race completely. And then this in from Los Angeles, a flash mob hits another high-end store in Los Angeles County and steals an estimated $100,000 in merchandise. And this is uh, supposedly, I guess this is a Nordstrom, which is a really high-end department store and what they're doing, these groups, is they are coordinating using social media and then literally dozens upon dozens of them show up at the same location at the same time and they go in and do a mass robbery at these stores. And it happens so quickly and there are so many of them and they're running off in so many directions that there's no way to stop them. And, uh, you know, this is... I mean, this is, when you look at it, uh, okay, it's just kind of an isolated incident, but it's really not. This is happening all over the country. 
And you got to start thinking, okay, how, how does this get resolved? I mean, how do you stop 50 teenagers or 75 teenagers in one of these mass robberies? What can be done about this? And then what we're seeing is in response to this, just more and more stores are closing. And, uh, we're seeing more malls are closing. The, the mall is kind of a dying concept already because of Amazon. Uh, but what happens is this gets passed on to us, the rest of us that are paying for our stuff. So it's just going to cause the price of things to go higher. And you notice that these things are happening mostly in these areas that are run by Democrats, these blue states that are run under liberal policies. And you're just seeing stores closing. Uh, you're seeing a lot of chains closing in San Francisco. This one is happening now in uh, Los Angeles. Is starting to be targeted. We know there are problems in Chicago like this. Uh, so the story continues on. And this survey in today, when student loan payments resume, apparently 56% of borrowers say they'll have to choose between paying their debt and buying their groceries. Now, you might at first laugh about this, and there are a lot of people on my Facebook page and social media that scoff at those that owe the student loans. But let me tell you, we've had Alan Collins on the broadcast before, and this is a really nothing to laugh about. I, I have I have people that I have worked with help trying to help them get mortgages that have student loan debts of over $100,000. And before you get snarky about that and start laughing and making fun of these people, just realize that any more, a typical college could easily cost $20,000 a year, maybe more. And so to go and get a four-year degree, which a lot of these people have been brainwashed since the time they were in grade school, that you got to go get the four-year degree. And a lot of them have parents as co-signers, grandparents as co-signers. Maybe the original debt was forty or 50000 but now with the interest, they owe 100000 or more dollars. And this is going to have a huge impact on the economy. In fact, I will tell you, I think that the inflationary impact that COVID had on the economy, all that money that was put into the economy, I think that this, uh, when student loan payments resume in the fall, this is going to have the same impact in a negative way on the economy in terms of maybe driving us into another recession, maybe even worse than a recession. Because I see people with monthly payments of north of a thousand dollars on their student loans. And this affects their ability to qualify for uh, a home. Um, for many of these people, they have to live with parents because of these student loans. Um, in many cases, the original debt is just a fraction of what they owe because of payments and interest and all these other charges that add up on top of charges on top of charges. And uh, this is a big thing, and it's going to affect a lot of people. And I honestly, you know, I'm not really, I don't want to hear from people saying, well, I paid mine in cash and I saved up. Good for you. I am so happy that you did that. Um, but there are those that didn't and uh, have a soul. I mean, these are uh, people that, uh, you know, a lot of them, uh, you know, come from families where, I mean, look at it this way. If you go into college and you're super poor and you can get all the Pell Grant money and all of the, the free money, that's one thing. But this is a lot of times the middle class family where they make just barely too much for their kid to get much help to go to college. And they end up having to take out these loans. And a lot of them are guaranteed by parents and even grandparents. 
And uh, it's a real problem that's going to uh, take place. We're going to be doing some shows talking a lot more about student loan debt, what some of the options are for people that have this debt. There are going to be some programs to negotiate for a lower payment based on how much you earn. There already are programs like that. There are going to be more programs like that. Uh, so in any case, um, that is um, the latest. Uh, 56% of borrowers saying they may have to choose between their student loan debt and buying groceries. Imagine that. And then there are so many unusual things right now happening with people's bank accounts. We reported on the show, I think it was last week, a bunch of Wells Fargo customers went to Twitter, which I guess is called X now, so i got to get used to saying X. They, they went to X, and they reported that their, their, their deposits are not getting credited at Wells Fargo. And it wasn't just one person. It was dozens and dozens, maybe hundreds of people were commenting and saying that they were having this issue where deposits at Wells Fargo were not showing up. They're not getting credit in their bank account. They were having problems with their bank account. And then this story just came out today. A $99 billion with with a B, a $99 billion withdrawal took place in a J.P. Morgan Chase bank account customer's account. And uh, this person has now gone to social media with screenshots showing this $99 billion withdrawal from their account and showing that their account now is frozen and they've been unable to get help from anybody on the customer service line at J.P. Morgan Chase. Unreal. And then if, uh, you know, TikTok uh, has got a lot of critics and there's a kind of another reason to not like TikTok, I guess now, which is automobile theft. And it's now being reported in, in Florida. There is a growing and massive problem with automobile theft. And they're linking this now back to TikTok. And um, they're saying that Hyundais and Kias, now these are the older models, not the newer models, but apparently thieves have gone onto TikTok and shared with people how they can hack the software of the security system of these older model Hyundais and Kias and how they can actually steal these cars. And so this has now become a thing and apparently the information on how to do this has been getting shared widely on TikTok, which is making the problem even worse. And then when you think about, you know, hitting somebody at their lowest point, um, this is a, a new funeral home swindle that is sweeping the nation um, by storm. And apparently this is very similar to the wire fraud scam that we've talked about on the show many times where you're about to close on a house. And then what they do is the scammers will send you a fake email, making it look like it's coming from your real estate company or from your title company, giving you bogus wiring instructions so that when you wire your money to the closing table, you're actually wiring it to a scammer's account. And then they steal your down payment. This is a thing. It is such a big thing that those people that work in the mortgage industry, like myself, uh, we, we actually, you know, have all these warnings that we, um, you know, have to, to put out right before closing because of this problem. Well, this is now happening with funeral home, uh, payments. So, you know, imagine this, you lose your loved one, you're still grieving, 
uh, it's a few days before the funeral, maybe even the night before, as in one article I just read. Then you get an email supposedly from the funeral home with a link for you to make a PayPal payment or, or an online payment, cash app, whatever, to make the final payment for the funeral arrangements. And then it turns out that your money went to a scammer. It did not go to the funeral home. And this is just unbelievable. These are people without a soul, no doubt, that are doing this uh, to those people who have just lost a loved one, somehow getting their contact information, doing a spoof email message, uh, getting them to send funds to a bogus account for the funeral arrangements. Just unbelievable. How horrible can people be? Uh, and then I did a video um, yesterday about mortgage options. So if you're somebody that is out there right now, you probably know mortgage rates are high. This is a tough market right now. It's a tough market for people buying homes, for people trying to refinance. It's a super tough market. I work in this business. But one of the things I mentioned in my videos, uh, my video yesterday, was just that you want to look at as many different options as you can. And if you're not working with a mortgage loan officer that's giving you all of these different options, then get in touch. I would be happy to uh, to, to give you all of these me menu of options. And what I'm talking about is, what is my fixed rate? What is my adjustable rate? What would my 10-year payment be? What about a 15-year payment? What would my 30-year payment? What about a 40-year mortgage? What would that be? What about an interest only? Um, what if I paid extra money to buy down the rate? Um, so these are all different ways that you can, you know, look at this wide array of options to consider what, what might be best for you. Um, and so this is, you know, kind of the theme of the video that I did yesterday, but many of you now know that I do uh, work in the mortgage industry. I had my own company for many years. Um, now I'm working back in mortgages again for a little bit over a year. And I'm licensed in a lot of the different states. If that's something I can help you with, you want some advice in that arena, uh, get in touch. Uh, you can uh, email me. Uh, the email that goes directly to my phone is jameslparis at gmail.com. And then we'll close it out with this. Um, if you're somebody that is uh, otherwise qualified to get a mortgage, you've got the credit score, you've got the income, all of that, but you just don't have the down payment. There are these programs called DPA, Down Payment Assistance Programs. And if you live in Florida and you want to get access, I have access now through one of my realtor partners to a database of all of the down payment assistance programs for right here in Florida. So I can send you a link to that so you can do that search um, I do work with mortgages in other states. It is my understanding, however, that this particular tool that lists all of the down payment assistance programs is only in Florida right now. It might be available in other areas at some point in the near future, but if that's something you're interested in, get in touch. And again, all the different ways to uh, get the show, download it, watch it online, all of those things, the place you can go to share it with a friend is Jim Paris. Radio.com, JimParisRadio.com. Thanks so much for joining us. That's all I've got for you this week. God bless. I hope you have a fantastic week. Stay in touch. Uh, follow me on social media. Just type in my name, James L. Paris. You'll find me on all of the major platforms. God bless. Have a great week. So long, everybody.